Where are you from? <gasps> Birmingham, Alabama, but I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. I grew up in Alabama. What do you like to do for fun? Oh my goodness, so many things. And what's a little bit confusing these days is that the line between work and fun is getting very blurred, which Dr. Lippman says <laughs> is not a good idea. But anyway, I absolutely love going to museums or going to the ballet or the opera or a Broadway play or going out to eat. I think going on a walk is fun, reading a magazine, traveling, working mm -hmm. out is fun. Ooh, boy. And like <laughs> going to the farmer's market and picking out really yummy things and then cooking them. But that's totally not reality because that's a, too much time. <laughs> I wish that was happening. I think it's really fun to eat desserts and have coffees. Absolutely. In a perfect world, we could walk through the farmer's market and pick out beautiful fresh vegetables and produce and cook a lovely farm-to-table meal. But right now, we're just a little too busy. So we let other people do it, and we get to enjoy it. All right. How long have you lived here in New York City? Five years. What is your favorite place in the city? I have so many favorite places. I would definitely say the Metropolitan Museum of Art mm -hmm. or the Met, Central Park, the corner where there's mm -hmm. Central Park, the Plaza, Bergdorf's, Barney's is right there, the Apple Store, Tiffany's, that mm -hmm. little special mm -hmm. corner is Part fabulous. Of the universe, it is. Oh, Washington Square Park. Mm -hmm. The Carlisle. That's my answer, sorry. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's a lot of good places. Things that are really quintessential. 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 Maybe I need more coffee. I think so. Um, all right. Where did you go to college and what did you major in? I went to the College of William & Mary and I majored in marketing in the business school. So I decided that I was going to move to New York and work in fashion. When do you have to choose a major? Sophomore spring? And I don't know how I came up with that, but that was just, that's the plan and we're sticking to it. So I wanted to let you know that you don't have to major in something fashion related in order to work in the fashion industry at William & Mary. There is nothing <laughs> to do with fashion, of course. Like a lot of people coming out of there are consultants, accounting, finance. I was trying to figure out when it was time to pick my major. Should I major in nutrition because I love eating healthy? Mm -hmm. Well, but I probably don't want to be a nutritionist. And then do I want to major in psychology because the mind is so interesting and in learning how people think, but I probably don't want to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist for a living. And so then the fashion thing popped into my head. Then I thought, oh, well, maybe why don't I major in business and I'll just kind of have a general overview of business and then I'll specialize in mm -hmm. marketing. And I transferred to William & Mary, so I didn't really have time to have a minor or anything, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I am so beyond thankful that I did major in business because I have some sort of understanding. I've heard these terms mm -hmm. and these topics before. So when I go out and about in the world, especially in New York or big major cities, with people in different industries, I'm not just totally clueless when they talk about some of these terms. And then I can mm -hmm. help mom <laughs> understand Might them be a as well. Lost cause in that area. Yeah, but so don't think. And sometimes it's even better if you don't major in fashion because sometimes schools mm -hmm. and people 
that have done things this way for 100 mm-hmm. plus years, those are their ways. And that's just the tradition and how it's always been done. But a lot of innovative people, their naivete mm-hmm. is what helps them come up with this different idea that they didn't know any better, mm-hmm. any different to do it in another way. So then they're able to really come up with this out of the box company or idea or whatever it is. So it's it's fine either way. If you mm-hmm. work in fashion, you can either major in something totally different and you'll bring those skills to your job. Or, of course, you can go to FIT and major in fashion. A ton of my colleagues at Barney's mm-hmm. came from FIT. So either way, you really can't lose. But I have heard in interviews that a lot of people do almost prefer if you come with this outside perspective of art history or mm-hmm. history, you know, whatever in the world it is. Mm-hmm. That you majored in. I, I just had a thought about one time when you were, I don't know if that was junior high or when you said, I think I'd like to be a missionary in Paris. It was like you wanted to, you wanted to marry this love of Paris and fashion with this love that you had of helping other people. And so you kind of are doing that now. 100%. Yes. I think that's very interesting. As we've talked before on another podcast about how things come full circle. That was a dream you had a long time ago, and now you're actually doing that by consulting with young brands. You're in the fashion industry, and you're helping people. So that's, you're living your dream, girl. All right, so have you always been interested in fashion? Yes, I was, but let's see. So I'm not someone who would say, I grew up, reading through Vogue magazine and tearing out pages and that was my Bible because I didn't really like to read the magazines and consume the content because I wanted all of the things and I knew that I wasn't (laughs) going to be able to have all of the things so I would rather just not even look at them and know about them. So that is one interesting thing that a lot of people who work in fashion, they just lived and breathed by their Vogues, which that was just not me. And so we... I think we were always interested in fashion and when we would go shopping and putting together outfits, of course, we would argue and whatever. But I think maybe it was more subconscious than me growing up always saying, oh, I'm obsessed with fashion. I don't think I would have ever said that. No, but another thing that was good, you, you didn't always have to wear what everybody else was wearing because they had it. A couple of things you'd be like, oh, everybody has these, you know, Nike shorts or whatever it was. But for the most part, and a lot of times you would pick up, pick out things that, you know, we would go, what in the world are those tennis shoes? But you ended up being, you know, you were beating to your own drum and it, it, it has served you well, I feel like. Yeah. So I couldn't figure out what to major in. And, mm-hmm. but once I learned the concrete steps, I've been thinking about this a lot today, like, my type A personality, I like to be precise and structure and like, this is how you do it. Like we went to MoMA today and me at a museum, I'm like, we have to go in every room mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And so I figured out all the steps to get into the industry and I did all of those, just, mm-hmm. you know, doing them, checking them off, going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So that is what made it kind of like what we tried to do with the style that binds us less intimidating and I had some sort of map of if you want to do this then do these steps Mm -hmm. so then I was able to to do it myself so then I was hooked yeah that makes perfect sense before you interned at Versace what the 
the advice you were given. Mm-hmm. Sign up for Women's Wear Daily, right? Read Vogue. He basically gave you a list of all of these things that you needed to start doing religiously every single day and then come back to him and ask for an internship. When you had done that, you did it. You went back to him. You got the internship. Yeah, and I love trying new things. So I did wholesale, interning at Versace, and then I was really open to whatever for my first job. But then I was landed on the buying team. So I was able to try these different aspects, working in the different aspects in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of internships, are internships, I know, did you get paid? It was school credit. Okay. Now I feel like since there's so many lawsuits, people Mm. have to be paid. But now that just means that they're doing more meaningless tasks. And so with the school credit, it seems like you, Mm -hmm. they were more conscious of that. So they really were giving you lots of tasks to do. Mm -hmm. But now being an intern when you're paid, I feel like is a lot of getting the coffees Mm. and doing the scanning and printing and whatever. Another thing you did that I thought was fascinating, in college you were already active on LinkedIn, and a lot of uh, women, especially that I young, you know, college age women that I talked to, they they didn't have they had no connections on LinkedIn yet, and I think you had five hundred before you got out of college. At least, at least, was that something that helped you? Of course, I didn't even know about LinkedIn before I went to William Mary, mm. so. That was everything. That was how I had access and learned about different people. So I've written blog posts on this. So DM at Delia Folk on Instagram if you can't find them, and I'll certainly send you the link. But LinkedIn was how I was networking. So I would pick out all the different companies that I wanted to work at or was interested in maybe working there. And so I did advanced search Mm-hmm. And then friended everybody. And once they connected with me, then I would send my little intro. Hi, I'm Delia Folk and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> would you have coffee with me or have a call? And so that is kind of the first evolution of what became the blog. Because then I mm-hmm. had my questions that I would ask them. And I was trying to understand what does it mean to work in fashion. Because in 2013, there wasn't something you could Google. And it just talked about all the different positions available. So I would talk to someone in marketing and PR and buying and editorial and all of that to try Mm -hmm. and understand what is your job look like, your day-to-day, what are your responsibilities, would I like this? That makes sense. Maybe not, because unfortunately, with internships, it's great. I wish that I had had an internship every summer, every break I had, because that's a great way for you to experiment and just kind of test like, oh, do I want to work in PR? Well, let me actually do that and Mm -hmm. then see if I like it. But unfortunately, once you start working, like on the buying track, then you're kind of siloed and pigeonholed into being a buyer. You can't really jump to editorial or marketing if you think that is what you would rather be doing a lot of times you'll have to either take a pay cut or it's like you're starting all over yeah exactly so some people it's worth it to them to do that Mm -hmm. that is that's very interesting that makes me think about what you're doing now too because there was nothing to tell you once you sign up for buying you're going to go do the buying track you're going to move up and up and up but then what if you decide wait a minute i want to do something in editorial or now with social media or anything like that it's almost too late but no one explained all of that to you and so now with these brands that you're working with it's the same thing they don't understand the landscape 
of retail right now, and they might make decisions on their own. They might get very excited about going into a store, but once they get there, they realize it was a really poor choice, and then they have, you know, really messed themselves up. So I think it's so great that you are helping young brands understand the choices that they have and helping them make smart ones. If you like what you heard, tell a friend about our show, subscribe to our podcast, and also scroll to the bottom and give a rating and or a review. Those are the best ways for other people to find out about our podcast. See you next time. Bye.